Hi, here's Esther Burke, international book writing expert and author, and I help women to overcome the fear of writing and publishing their books. Today, I'd like to take you on a special journey, a journey into my previous life where self-doubt and fear played an important role. I was 18 or 19, and I remember sitting on my bed in my very tiny, tiny bedroom in my parents' big house. This bedroom was my refuge where I felt safe with all my wild thoughts. And I was thinking when I was a grown-up, I want to be a writer and I want to touch others' hearts with my stories. At that time, I was in high school and <laughs> I had bad, bad grades in writing. And I always felt so frustrated. My teacher told me to write more personally, not to stay at the surface and talk about cliches. I understood what she meant, but I felt totally unable to change it as I was so afraid of sharing my personal thoughts in my essays. Why, you might ask? Because I was afraid of giving away my safe space, my inner world. I was afraid that all sounded too silly, too stupid. And I was afraid of her judgments. I didn't feel worthy. And I believed that my thoughts and opinions wouldn't count. Actually, that was the way I grew up. That was the way my parents were thinking as well. They didn't feel worthy. They didn't feel being good enough. Both mom and dad worked hard to make them feel good, to make them feel enough. And it never worked. Still today, I think I believe that they never experienced the feeling of being worthy. And they are soon 87 years old. Isn't this sad? And with all this unworthiness I had, I didn't believe in my dreams of becoming a writer one day. Although I kept writing in my journal, I wrote pages and pages about me trying to understand my fears, cheering me up when I needed it, but it was rather tough for me. After high school, I studied literature, world literature, and I learned from the best how to tell great stories. The one who touched my heart the most was Franz Kafka, because <clears throat> his world sounded very familiar to me. His protagonists in his novels resonated very much with me because I felt as lost in this world as they did. Fortunately, I looked for help with my mental state and my psych psychotherapist encouraged me so much to start writing stories. I read some of my stories from my journal to him and he was always very touched. But, you know, I believed that he was touched by my challenges and not by the way how I wrote about them. And I didn't trust his compliments. I overthought he wanted to cheer me up. And I overthought my writing wasn't good enough to become a writer. But I wanted to, to become a journalist 
And I believed that with all the knowledge I had about literature and books, I would be able to write about others' books. And the good thing was that I could hide my personal thoughts while writing neutral reviews. I pushed myself hard to write those newspaper articles. I was afraid of being not good enough, always, but I kept on doing and I got positive feedbacks. I was so happy, but whenever someone criticized my writing, I felt destroyed, destroyed, and I couldn't handle the advice those people wanted to give me. I hated them and I hated myself at the same time. It always took me some time, some time, days, weeks to recover from those critiques and get back to my confidence. And I tell you, that was so hard for me. I always wanted to give up being a journalist, but I didn't. But I didn't have another idea what to do. And for, fortunately, I got always help by my psychotherapist who motivated me again and again. Do you experience similar things? Imagine how difficult it was to write my articles once I was employed as a newspaper editor and I had to write daily, one article after the other. Sure, by doing it over and over again, I found some kind of routine. And when I felt more or less safe in my surrounding, when I felt comfortable with my colleagues, with the editor-in-chief, I could write better. But as soon as there was an incident, my self-confidence was blown away like a balloon by the wind. I remember those days so clearly. I was responsible for the social topics in the newspaper. And I needed to cooperate with the head of the social department of the county. This elderly lady had to deal with a lot of drug addicts who traveled to the big city of Zurich and stayed there in a zone which became the headlines in many international newspapers. They titled, Switzerland does not have under control their drug addicts. And this head of the social department was very much challenged. And I had to write about how she managed her, her challenges, but I didn't agree with how she dealt with them. So she contacted my editor-in-chief and he had to promise to her that the newspaper would write more nicely about her actions. Fortunately, the editor-in-chief protected me at, at that time, but after that, I felt rather under pressure about the way I wrote my articles. Uh, but I didn't give up as a journalist and I didn't give up my dreams of being a writer. Four years ago, I joined a business coaching because I was tired of writing social media posts for others. And these coaches, Kane and Alicia Minkus, Corey Minkus and Kevin Harrington told me, do what you like to do and everything will fall into place. For sure, they didn't say it like that because they taught me a whole process. 
and this process isn't that simple as it sounds, but I decided to publish my first book. It was the children's book, Leonard and Lulu, a story about my younger son who didn't want to go to school because he didn't feel good enough and he wanted to stay home with his little cat. It's a true story and it's also my story. I never felt good enough. Imagine how proud I was to present my first book at the age of 54. But imagine also how afraid I was of criticism. And I received critics, not for the text, but for the illustrations. There were people who didn't like my baby because the illustrations done by the amazing artist Theodora Puncheva weren't everybody's taste. I was devastated at the time. I felt I wanted to please everybody and I wanted my first book to please everybody. That was something I needed to learn and I did. With the second children's book, Leonard and Leah, a kind of continuation of the first book, it felt different. I was even more proud of it and less fearful. I had learned something. And with every book, it became easier. The third book, a photo book about Lulu, our cat, and also the protagonist in the children's book came out very recently. And you can order it on Amazon. It's called Lulu and Lupi. All my books are in English and German, and one is even in French, the second language in Switzerland. So in total, there are seven books already. And now I'm working on my new book, Living Without Fear, which will be published next year for sure. But again, I'm rather afraid of it because it's my biography, but I won't let fear get in its way. I will do it with the support of my coaches. So, this is a short summary of my writing journey I wanted to share with you today. And wherever you are with your writing, whatever your challenges are, I want to encourage you highly to go for your dream. Life is too short to wait for the things to be done we are dreaming of. And we might have huge regrets. And I don't know how you feel about your life, but I decided that I don't want to regret anything at the end of my life. I want to play full out, even when I'm scared, scared of other people's criticism. I'm just attending one of Tony Robbins' famous events, Date with Destiny, and I know once more that all my suffering of not being good enough, all my depressions and suicidal faces prepared me to help others who are in the same place as I was years ago. So if you want to get supported by me, join the waitlist for my program, Believe You Can Write, by going to www.estherbwerke.com course. So I wish you a lot of courage to go for your dreams and have an amazing day.